Good evening and welcome to Sugar Talk with Rana. I will wait for a few people to hop on. So let's see here. We are live this evening. I'm your host, Rana, and we have special guest Bishop Tyrone Smith. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. How are you this evening? I am wonderful, brother. I am really wonderful. And I'm uh, looking forward to the show. We had such a great time on it the last time we were together. And uh, I'm very appreciative that you even asked me to come back. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Listen, they were asking for part two. So you got to give the people what they want. They want part two. We're going <laughs> to give it to them. <laughs> we are definitely going to give it to them, right? So... Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, how uh, your week has been good too? How has your week been? Week, week is, the week has been really good. Um, I, I went to go meet with a realtor. We're in the process of looking for another location, and mm-hmm. um, so we went out and we met with the realtor. Um, it, it, it was a good meeting, um, but the facility that we looked at, I didn't feel was suitable to the things that the Lord had allowed me to cover. And so uh, so we're looking for a new facility that is going to encompass quite a few things um, because we're going to be very much involved in community, food distribution, and, and job and corporate involvement, entrepreneurship, um, uh, training, uh, both in the sector of community and in corporate America. And so we need the space to be able to do that along with you know, the standard worship facility that allowed them to worship God um, in the way that I really want to do it. So um, so for those of you that are listening to me, uh, be prayerful for us, please, because we endeavor to do the kingdom at the highest level and to present the model of the kingdom at the highest level. Amen. All right. Well, that is good. And I'm definitely going to be in prayer with you. Um, that that is awesome that is great so um welcome guys to the show tracy welcome to the show thank you for joining us dd hi welcome to the show thank you guys for joining sterling i see you in there hey how are you guys doing this evening i hope you guys are doing well and staying safe out there listen we are um doing part two of my mind and my money with bishop tyrone smith this evening you guys wanted part two so hey why not give it to you? Right? Let's let's keep it fresh, let's keep it real, and we are in the house. Bishop, over to you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, again, I just want to greet everybody that are joining us tonight uh with Sugar Talk with Rana. I'm very appreciative uh that you are joining us. My name is Tyrone Smith. I'm the pastor of the Love Center in Baltimore. I'm also the uh, presiding bishop of Prophetic Grace Episcopal Ecclesia, but I'm also uh, a financial advisor and credit specialist. And I have served uh, in banking for a number of years, marketing for a number of years. Uh, I've also been in education. I was a a, uh, adjunct professor for a number of years. Uh, I taught business English, business mathematics. Um, We did... um, a bunch of other curriculum. The, the list, I, there's a lot of things that come along with me, but just know this more than anything else. I am a true lover of God. Uh, I am saved 
by Jesus Christ. I have given my life to him. And in doing so, I have committed my life to the endeavor to open the eyes and the minds of people that they may understand the kingdom of God and the rights and the privileges that come along with that, how you will live your best life following this, this pattern that Jesus has left for us. Amen. All right. Bishop, you still there? I am. So okay. you want me to go right in? Oh, I'm yeah. Going you right going, in. Yeah, we're we going in. This I'm, week. Going, I'm going in. Uh, <laughs> so, last time, for those of you that did not join us previously, we got into a very in-depth conversation about credit. And the, and the conversation about credit, the narrative of, of credit, was my whole theme behind my mind and my money. Because in order for you to be able to manage your money, your mind has to be in a certain place. And in order for you to be able to manage money, you cannot get away from the narrative or the conversation and the understanding of credit. You cannot. Because it is all tied together. And many of you have known, and I said this with Brandon right before we came on, that we really, we've known certain things. We've seen the signs. But as we were driving down the road and seeing the signs, we really couldn't put together the understanding of what the signs really meant. But now that we're further down the road, now we really understand the signs a little bit better. But for many of us, it's not enough to understand the signs without you making the move to what the signs are trying to tell you. You can't keep seeing the signs that's telling you to get off and you just keep going because that's not helping you. And it's important that you follow and do what the signs are telling you. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick right back up where we left off and then right up, you know, when, when there are questions and, and people are asking certain things, uh, certainly just, just uh, get my attention and I'll just put a bookmark right there and I want to be able to answer questions. Uh, this is, as we did last time, this is a very much bilateral conversation. It's a two-way talk. I'm just sharing to kind of stimulate your mind. And then as you're stimulated, if you want to ask questions, we want you to be able to ask those questions. Uh, now, the first thing I want to do is I really want to address this whole thing about understanding credit and the credit system. Because it's hard for you to, to appreciate something if you really don't understand what it is. Uh, just so you'll know, in the, in the context of the English language, uh, and I'm bringing my little professor part here, the context of the English language, here's something you need to know. Abuse actually comes from two words. Uh, and both of those words are still in the dictionary, which for those of you that have ever traveled the world, you'll know why the English language is such a tough language to learn. Because our language is the only language where there are, there are words and the derivatives of those words that are still within the context of our dictionary. So you can say one word and then it has a multiplicity of other words tied in it and definitions. And you've got to learn all of them definitions and all of them words to be able to function and understand the English language. Everybody else in the world is like, y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. Just, just, just say one time, one meaning, that's it. Right. But... Abuse is actually two words that are still in the dictionary. Uh, abnormal use. So when you say child abuse, you're saying child abnormal use. When you say spousal abuse, you're saying 
household abnormal use. But here's what you all need to know. Anything you can abuse or abnormally use, you, it has a normal use. And if you find out the normal use of it, where you were abnormally using it, now you'll understand the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. So credit, the understanding of credit or, or credit abuse is because you never understood it or you abnormally used it. Here is the only way you can really understand credit in the simplest form. All it is is a bunch of credit uh, bureaus and, and agencies that have been put together to check the writing history, medical history, rental history, um, uh, anything that can be reported. And it's based on, and I need you to understand, people take notes, you need to understand this part right here. It is based on the accuracy, the fairness, and the privacy of that information. It's based on the accuracy, the fairness, and the privacy of that information. The first word in the uh, uh, Fair Credit Act, or the Fair Credit Reporting Act, which when you see the letter FCRA, that's the Federal Credit Reporting Act, the first word that you're going to see in the definition is accuracy. And what most people do not know, Rana, is that you can dispute anything on your credit if it is not 100% accurate. Mm -hmm. And if it is not 100% accurate, it can be removed because it is being reported in partiality. Wow. Okay. So, isn't it funny how they can report all the stuff to your credit derogatory, but then they take forever to report to your credit when you do something right? Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. And this is what I need people to understand. And it's just like the psychology of a society we live in. Everybody will talk bad about you when you do bad, but boy, don't nobody come to your aid when you do good. That is the truth if you never tell a lie. <laughs> that is the truth. Oh, my gosh. And the system that governs us operates the same way. They cannot wait to report the derogatory comments to your credit report. But they seem to take forever to get that positive information to your credit. Do you know, ladies and gentlemen, that when they do that, that's According to the Fair Credit Reporting Act, it is a misappropriation or abuse of fairness. Mm. And if there's one thing that you need to learn about God that you all need to appreciate is just how fair that guy really is. Because mm-hmm. if he ever, like a credit system, ever judged you based upon the stuff you do, Ooh. you live a life of bad credit and you never have an opportunity to be saved. But because of his fairness, Yes. And his long suffering and his goodness and his meekness toward us. He gives us an opportunity that even when we do something wrong, when we get it right, he reports it to your credit. And it sounds like this. He said, if you come to me and you ask my forgiveness, I'm going to forgive your sin and I'm not going to remember it as far as the east is from the west. Come on, Bishop. And you can't get no more fair than that. that that's true. That's you can't get the more fair than that when a guy says, I know you are dead wrong down to the white meat of your bones. But because 
because you come to me and say you wrong mm-hmm. and you are earnest about it, I'm going to forget about it. And the only time that I'm going to remember it is when you bring it up. Mm-hmm. People like bringing up the past. And, you're right. They like bringing up the past. He, he, he likes it when you bring up your own past. Because you bringing up your past and what he did for you means that you are very much in touch with the fact that based upon this scripture, it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. For his compassions fail not there new every morning. Great is his faithfulness or his fairness. Mm. Wow. Now, let's keep going because I don't want to talk. I ain't come to preach. <laughs> so... Here, here's the, here's the, the other part of the Fair Credit Act. Here's the other part. And this is the part, because I got to abridge it because it's a lot of reading, and God knows, like we said before, folks don't like to read. So here's a few things that you need to know about the Fair Credit Act. Number one, uh, you must be told if there's information that is being used against you on your credit. You have to be told. Uh, you have the right to ask for your credit score. You have a right to dispute. Listen to this. I, I almost, I almost lose it on this. Mm-hmm. This is the part where we get up. This, this is uh, for those of you that play spades. This is, this is. You know when you cut somebody and they ain't looking. Yeah. They ain't coming. Come on, come on, Bishop. <laughs> I know they. I know they don't think the bishop plays spades, but this bishop plays spades. I and, uh, Come on, and I'm telling you right now, there ain't no feeling like the feeling when the team you playing, they get and run the table and slam. <laughs> you slam down that 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 cut, and and the air leave the room. Man, they quiet like a you can. know, because they know. Uh oh, we are. Set. Yep. We are set. We are totally set. And you just look at straight face knowing, and I know y'all set, but we're going to play this hand out. Oh, yeah. And they're going to get yeah, quiet as a church it. mouse. <laughs> yeah, they're quiet. You know, like, especially if you talk smack, and then when you slam that down, they get quiet. Really? They don't say nothing. And they know, like, oh, no. It's, it's done. So, here, here's the cut book. Here's the cut book. You have a right to dispute in complete or inaccurate information. Meaning, anybody who takes the privilege of reporting stuff to your credit and they didn't tell the whole story behind the history that you have with them, do you know you can have it completely removed? Completely. Wiped out. Gone. Because it's incomplete. It's incomplete. Okay. Don't tell it. Listen. Somebody put this in the in the chat. Uh, if you're gonna tell my story, tell the whole story, not the part that you you driving on that make me look bad. Cause I ain't totally bad. There's a whole lot of stuff about me that's good, but you just want to tell a story and make me look bad, so that in telling my bad story, it's gonna promote the good that's in your life. But there's a whole bunch of stuff about you that's bad, and because you don't want nobody to know, you glory in telling the stuff about my life instead of telling the whole story mm-hmm. that shed my life in a total life. Because you always want to look a certain way, and you want to suppress my life. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Come on, Bishop. That's why you got to be careful of people who you are always around that always.
move forward and build something bigger and better than what we were back then. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on, Bishop. Now, let's go further. Y'all stay with me. Y'all stay with me. Let's go a little further because this is <laughs> this going to get a little heavy. So y'all stay with me. Y'all stay with me. Thank Here's you. something else. Here's something else y'all need to know. The Consumer Reporting Agencies must correct or delete any inaccurate, incomplete, or unverifiable information mm. within 30 days when you uncover it. Okay. 30 days. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got 30 days or you can, you can come for them. You come for them. Now, the thing that most folks need to know is you got to have, if you're going to enter into a fight, this is the part that I need all the people that are listening to me tonight. This is what you need to know. When you come to that fight, don't you bring a knife to a gun battle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't duck. If you ain't got nobody backing you. Okay. Because if you mess around and you jump out there and you start bucking and you don't know how it works, that's why you have to pay the right people to do it. Because somebody had texted me and said, well, Bishop, I knew all of what you were saying. Yeah? Okay, well, let me see your credit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> let me see your credit. Since you know, all right, let me see your credit then. And they, they text me back. And here's the reason why they text me back. It's not enough. Listen to me careful. It is not enough that you know. Knowing is half the battle. Okay. You must know what to do with what you know. Because just because you know what to do. Don't mean you know how oh. to do it. Come on, Bishop. <laughs> and I am, I am sick to my stomach with all these people running around here mm. talking about what they know. Yeah. Just because you Google one thing and you got a little information and somebody is trying to make somebody else believe that you got all this knowledge. Let me tell you something. Mm. Knowledge without the appropriate administration is just like a dummy who just don't know it all. Come on, Bishop. <laughs> you you talking tonight. Come okay, on, sir. Exactly. I don't care that you know. And they don't care that you know either. Mm. They don't want you to know. And, and but they become a, listen, they already know that information is out there. They can't stop you from acquiring the information. Right. But when you come to the game, you better know how the game works. Because if you enter the game and you don't know how the game works, they gonna wear your behind out. And you're going to wish you had never come to the game. My, my, my. Mm. There's a right way and a wrong way that you need to go about this. And that's why there are people who get degrees, who have education, who have knowledge, who have certifications, who understand how it needs to happen. We didn't just go to school to get the knowledge. We went to school to get the knowledge and how to appropriately administrate that knowledge. Right on. Yes. Don't make no good just because you know. All right, you know. Listen, let me tell y'all something. 
moment in my life was in the early 90s in downtown Baltimore. I was walking through downtown Baltimore, coming up the street from where the old bus station used to be, and uh, uh, right there where Dan Brothers are, uh, most of y'all, uh, that is, the Dan Brothers are the connoisseur of shoes. Uh, I, I would go there, and that's where I was getting my, my alligator shoes from uh, in my early years. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and um, uh, uh, footnote: You ain't never had a you ain't never had a shoe until you had an ostrich shoe on your foot. I'm telling you, you you feel like you feel like you're just levitating on the ground. That's the whole other thing. So so I'm coming up the street. I'm coming up the street, and uh, I came across a, a homeless person. And homeless person asked me for a dollar. And so I would always say, well, you know, I'm going to give you this dollar because in the same way that I'm trusting you that you're going to do right with this dollar, mm-hmm. when I give it to you, all this currency and all the currency of the United States of America, <laughs> it says in scripted on every bit of the cur- uh, currency, it says in God we trust. In the same way that I'm trusting God, I'm trusting you that when I give you this, you're going to do exactly what you said. And if you do not, what was supposed to be a blessing to your life was going to be a curse to your life my because God. of how you received this from me. My, my, my. Mm. And, and that, and he, that I mean, he had this look like, I don't even know if I want that dollar. Uh, but he took the dollar, but he shared this with me, Rana. He shared this with me, and this blessed my whole life. Oh, my. I get in a conversation with him to discover that he had two master degrees. Wow. He had a degree in English, and he had a degree in history. Wow, that's amazing. I said, I, I said um, <clears throat> so why are you out here? Right. He said, because... As I was growing up, my mother left me all this money, mm. and I watched my family almost kill each other over mm-hmm. this money. Yeah. And he said, if that's what money is going to do to me, he didn't want I don't it. want no part of it. Yeah. And he walked away from me. and I knew he wasn't lying, because even now... As a, as a former English adjunct professor, I could listen to him and tell, no, you ain't just a homeless guy. Mm-hmm. You're not just a homeless guy. But here's the reason why I bring it up, Rana. Here's the reason why I bring it up. He's got knowledge, but he just didn't know how to administrate. Mm. And there's a whole lot of folk that are around us who have great knowledge, but they have poor administration. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd like to make a comment on that, but based upon our our post conversations from the last show, I'm not gonna say it. But y'all just fill in the blank. You, you got a lot of knowledge, but you got poor administration. Y'all y'all figure that out later. Y'all figure that out. Um, so let's keep going. Let, let's keep going. I hope this is blessing. I hope this is blessing you. Let's keep going. It's blessing. Now, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing that 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 can happen. Uh, no reporting agency can report outdated information to your credit. You ever heard somebody say their stuff's been on their credit for years? Well, the reason why it's there, because, again, you know it's there, but little do you know that after a certain time, 
say nothing. Mm-hmm. And because you don't have to say nothing, it's hurting your credit worthiness. Hmm. Just like when when you've made certain payments on those delinquent debts, mm-hmm. it's funny how the debt's still sitting there, but they hardly ever report that you're paying on those debts. See, realistically, your credit report should be much more detailed than the way you're viewing it. But the reason why it's not detailed, Rana, because they're not reporting everything. That's true. Which means that it's an inconsistency of the report. And if it's inconsistent, guess what? They have to be reported all or take it all. Okay, so back up, sir. Hold up. So you're saying to me, if they are not reporting that I'm paying on something that is delinquent, that's reporting on my credit, and they're not reporting it, I can tell you them can to... challenge it. Okay. You challenge it. Because you, here's, the, here's the challenge. How come y'all only talking bad about me? Y'all don't talk good? Mm-hmm. Right. And let, me, and let me ask you a question. Because they're making more money off of you to report the bad stuff than the good stuff. My, 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 my. Say that again, sir. I, see, it's, it's funny how negative information promotes it's, it's so funny to me. And, and that's the reason why news media outlets do so well because they're making billions of dollars just to report the negative. You know, y'all haven't noticed that it's more negative than positive in the news? Yep. And you never noticed that you'll keep drawing to it? That's a whole nother conversation. You <laughs> mess around. This is going to be part three. Um, so let's, let's go a little further. Let's go a little further. Because I, I want to drop this knowledge. I, I got to drop this on you all. Because uh, this is really going to bless you. This is, I, I know the other stuff is bless you, but this is really going to bless you. Did you all know that the wonderful country of the United States of America lost its credit rating in 2011? Did y'all know that? I did not know that. Ooh, I love telling stuff that folks don't know. 2011. Wow. Here we are. Yeah, talk about that. Again, this is what I love about being in the virtual world. Go on out there and Google it. Go Google it. Please go Google it. In 2011, the United States of America uh, lost its triple A credit rating to a double A credit rating because of the concern of the budget deficits. My, my, my. Meaning they lost their credit rating because y'all don't know how to budget your money. Squad in the room. <laughs> yes. Come on, sir. And let me let me let me add this in. Uh, and this is going to be the bridge over to investment. Y'all don't like this. Did most of y'all know that uh, the S and P, which is the credit uh, firm that governs the United States and its credit worthiness. Did y'all know that the S&P cut the long-term U.S. rating by a notch because because of that budget? It was a negative outlook on it. And did y'all know that S&P is actually an acronym that stands for Standard and Poor? My, really? 
But here, but here's the part that here's the part that's crazy. Poor in the S and P is not how they're measuring you based upon rich and poor. Mm-mm, mm-mm, okay. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Poor was actually it actually comes from the two financial companies uh, and the S and P was informed it merged in about uh, 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 1940 and 1941. They merged. Standard does mean standard. But poor does not mean poor. Poor actually is one of the founders whose name was Henry Poor, who wrote a book in 1860 on the history of the railroad and the canal of the United States. Here's the reason why he wrote the book. He wrote the book because he was concerned about the lack of quality information available to investors. Mm. Good God Almighty. In 1860, wow. Mr. Poor wrote a book because he was concerned about knowledge that would be available to people that was going to invest. And the S&P index is the actual index that is used to measure wealth, and it is also the index on the stock exchange, and that index, ladies and gentlemen, is how you are going to build wealth. Why? Because poor back then knew that we need to build a system that allows everybody to leverage so that you can grow your money. Mm. Shall we do our breathing exercises now? All right. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. All right. Y'all good? We good, Let's sir. Let's go a little further. <laughs> we, Let's go a little further. We deep. Let's go a little further. <laughs> We're going to go a little further. Now, that S&P is very, very important. Because the same S&P that measures the country's worthiness is also the same S&P that you are using to grow wealth. So when the country is doing well, you do well. Mm-hmm. When the country is not doing well, you don't do so well. Unless you have found a way that you can invest in the S&P index and you can do it marginalized where the risk is not as high. Mm. So, for those of you that would like to know what in the world am I talking about, go out there and Google this thing called an IUL. The IUL is an index universal life policy in insurance. The IUL is how individuals can invest in the S&P index without the risk that is assumed if you were investing in a direct line to the S&P index, which is typically done through an annuity. Ooh, this is this is good to me. I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> says, perfect time to purchase. Interest rates are almost as low as the 1960s. Let's get homes, land, and other assets to build wealth. No Macy's, Jordans, etc. before investing in Absolutely. ourselves. Absolutely. But in order for us to do that, you must have credit, credit. worthiness. Mm-hmm. You yeah. must have it. And, Brenna, for all of those that are listening, I need everybody to understand what I'm getting ready to say prophetically. 
currency that we have called the dollar is collapsing right in your pocket. And we are going back. Well, actually, yeah, we're going back to where credit worthiness means more than the dollar itself. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's going to mean more than the dollar itself is because of how this country was founded. If y'all go back to the first uh, broadcast that I talked about, the Federal Reserve. Well, let me add some more, some more insight to the Federal Reserve. See, the Federal Reserve is actually a gathering of private owners that came together to form this institution of money. But what was, what was crazy was that most of the presidents at that time in Congress was opposed to it. They were opposed to it because private bankers came together to form this institution called the Reserve. Those individuals are the Rothschilds, um, uh, 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 Cohen and Lehman, uh, Gold Sachs of New York, uh, the Rockefellers, uh, 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 Israel Moses, uh, and C uh, of Italy, uh, who else? Um, Warburg and company, these are people that when, you, when you've been out there in corporate America, you ain't never worked with anybody with those last names, ever. Never. Why? Because they are the wealthy of the world, and they're not going to work those jobs. Their, their money is tied into the system of the Federal Reserve, and their money is long, long. and they'll never have to work those jobs, ever. You ain't never met a Rothschild on your job. You ain't never met a Rockefeller on your job. You've never met uh, a Lehman brother or a Lehman in those jobs. Never. And you never will. Because they're all tied to this system that was developed way back in the early 1900s. Wow. Now, that system of monetary governing, back then, even Henry Ford said that that system was basically criminal. Andrew Jackson said the same thing. But I always thought it was so funny that some of the same presidents that opposed it, their faces is the one that hurt. My, 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 my. See, I, I wish, see, we ain't got enough time, and we, we in the last 25 minutes, but I got more information than most of y'all got patience, and I would tell you that the 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 things that are happening right now is not foreign in terms of governmental order. It's not foreign. We've always been under a system where stuff was being done, and then you you look at it and say, "Well, how come y'all say one thing and y'all do something else?" Because that's been the history of this country since the inception. That's the way it works. They tell you one thing, go do something else. As a matter of fact, if you if you really want to know, and you Google the uh, the existence of the Federal Reserve, and go back and look when it was passed in 1913, here is the here is the craziest thing that I remember in my reading of the uh, Federal Reserve that that law, when it was passed. They passed a law while all of Congress was at home. Right. 
How does that happen? While everybody was doing one thing, the president used his power and pushed it without nobody knowing. Wow, wow, wow. Boy, don't that sound for me. How does that happen? It, 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 anyway, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, so that's not foreign. That's not foreign to our existence. We just need to understand how we can move around certain things. And a lot of it, you need to understand the power that you have and how you need to do what you need to do. If you're really trying to be wealthy, you having a bunch of uh, dollars in your pocket ain't going to get it. <laughs> That's not it. I'm so sorry to tell you. I'm so sorry to tell you. Bishop, we here. Okay, now I want to I, I want to show y'all something uh, to the philosophical view of of worthiness and how we're going to come into great wealth based on worthiness. Now, you know, I'm a bishop in the church, so now I'm going to cross pollinate and bring the Bible into this, and I want to show the I want to show the people something. Y'all gonna appreciate this. For those of you that uh, would read your Bible at any extent. I would like for you at your leisure to go to 1st King chapter number 10. When you go to 1st King chapter number 10, there's a story about this woman named Queen of Sheba. Queen of Sheba was from uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, for those of you that would like to know, where exactly is Saudi Arabia? Uh, Saudi Arabia is right north of the African continent. Now, when you go back and look at the original map of Africa, the Red Sea that parts Saudi Arabia in Africa was not as big as it is now. There was a, a border that you could cross over from Saudi Arabia over into uh, the African continent. Now, when you read the story, the story talks about this woman who was curious about Solomon's credibility, the worth of his name. She was curious because where he was at, listen to me careful, where he was at was not noted to have that type of wealth. So she became curious and she wanted to inquire of him certain questions about how in the world are you in a poor region but you have equivalent wealth. Mm -hmm. Good gracious delight. <clears throat> See, many of you don't, you really just don't understand that there's a that wants to keep you oppressed. But when you break through the oppression, you're going to get a whole, lot, a whole bunch of folks' attention. Nobody is banking that you are going to survive through this. But as you're surviving, they're trying to figure out how in the world are y'all surviving? We've done everything we could to destroy you. God, I wish I could talk about 
Come on, son. When she comes, she asks these questions. If you read the text, she shows up in Jerusalem. Now, again, you got to go and you study your geography. you got to study geography in order to understand. Because when you study geography, Saudi Arabia, or back then, Arabia, if you look at where it is, she travels north to the highest part of where Africa borders Jerusalem. She comes into that city because she's trying to figure out, ain't no way in the world you should have that type of money sitting over here. Ain't no way. Because we were born into the money. God, boy, I wish we, we had it. What you got, we try to figure out how did you get what we got? And how are you doing it and keeping your sanity? And how are you doing it maintaining your moral ethic? Because mm. we know how we got ours. We just trying to figure out how you got yours. Mm-hmm. So she comes. She comes. And the Bible's going to say how after she had this conversation, she inspects his house. Or philosophically, she checks is credit worthy. My. When she checks it out, she is so moved, brother, by what she sees. She decides that this guy is a worthy place to actually invest in. Now, for those of you that are trying to figure out where am I going, I'm trying to prove to you that having credit worthiness will open up the door for people to give you money. Lord. Breathe. (laughs) (laughs) See, the system, those of us that have thought, I'm going to work harder and get more money. Wrong, 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 wrong. That's wrong. You don't work to get more money. To establish credit worthy that the money comes to you. My, my, my. Mm. Good. Lord, I... When, when you read it, when you read it, please read it in the, the, the plainest verse. The New Living Translation is a wonderful version for you to read it. When they read it, Rana, when they read it, after she does the inspection, I believe it's around, I think it's around verse 11 or verse 10. The Bible said that after she examined it out and found that he was worthy and that, listen, the life that he lived was by the way he managed his house. Mm. Let me say that one more time. Once she realized that he was worthy based upon the life he lived, based upon the house he manages, she gave him, she gave him money. Rather, this is what she gave him. The, the scripture says, uh, um, I think it was uh, like 7,000 I think seven or nine thousand pounds of gold. Okay. Now, in a certain translation, it says one hundred and twenty talents of gold. Okay. Now, I know, I know, many of us have like, whoa! Can you break that down into American money so I can understand what the world you're talking about? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked <laughs> because one hundred and twenty talents of gold is equivalent to just short of one. 
having a house that he managed well. So, let, let me say that again. That's what he got for managing his house well. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I am with you. Then, mm. after that, in addition to that, every year after that, there was money given to him. I think it's about the 14th verse. And the amount is 25 tons mm. of gold. 25 tons of gold. Rather, That's a lot of gold. I know they wouldn't know what that is. But in American currency, that's just short of eight point five billion dollars. That's crazy. All because I had philosophically credit worthiness. My my my. So we got to get this credit right. If you get your credit right, you will become an attraction to money. You are never going to work harder to get more money. That's what they were trying to tell us when we were young, Rana. You don't work harder, you work smarter. Mm-hmm. Right. They just never gave us all of the information. If working smarter is the answer, then what's going to make me smart? Read it. <laughs> yes. But we already said we don't like the read. Here's how I can prove my statement. How many rich people do you know got calluses on their hands? They never worked hard to get that money. They worked smarter. You don't see them out there working construction. When last time you ran into a rich construction worker? (laughs) You're not. Because that's not the answer. That's not the answer. We we gotta be smarter. And for those of you who have run around here in your your religiosity suggesting that this God that we serve, who gives you and grants you certain things, he'll never take it back. Well then after you read first Kings chapter number ten, do yourself a favor and go read Matthew chapter number twenty five. Matthew chapter twenty five is about a story. It's a parable about the kingdom of heaven and an illustration. The illustration is about a servant who gave certain amounts of money to these three servants. He gave lots, he gave five bags of silver to one, he gave three bags of silver to the other, and he gave, uh, 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 no, he gave five, five bags, two bags, and one bag. And he said, okay, now I want to go see what y'all going to do. And the Bible says that the five went out, turned the five into ten. Mm. And the five, the one that was given two turned two into four. But the one that got the one, he, he went and buried it. He buried it and said, when the servant came back, he said, listen, uh, I just wanted you to know because I know how hard you work for your money. I want to do nothing wrong with it, so I buried it. And the servant said to him that you are wicked. Now, I want y'all to pay attention to the story because, number one, how does, how does a person who buried the money on the principle
lose the money, it's considered wicked. Let me say that again. How is it that a person who buried the money because he didn't want to lose the money be considered wicked? Because, pay attention, the servant didn't give it to you for you to do nothing with it. Okay. Let me say it again. The servant didn't give you that for you to do nothing with it. Mm -hmm. He gave it to you to produce. You have what you have to produce, not to be dormant. Okay, right. And what is interesting in the story is when the servant, at the time that that Bible was written, which is in the early parts of the, of the uh, shortly after the death of Jesus Christ, which you're talking about the early A.D., 33, 34, 35 A.D., in the story, the story says that you are so wicked because you didn't have enough common sense to put it in a bank. Mm. Hey, Rana, uh were banks invented back then yet? I don't think so. So how are you talking about watch? How are you talking about something that wasn't even existed yet? And how are you talking about it from the principle of interest if that system wasn't invented yet? Could it be that the very system called the kingdom of heaven actually is a function or a mirror of the actual banking system that we are in right now? Give and it shall be given. God, y'all ain't with me. Good measure, press down, shake together, run it over, shall be given to your bosom. Ladies and gentlemen, that's called interest. That's called compound interest. Come on, Bishop. And it was devised by God, not a man. And if anybody abides by it, you will reap the benefit. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, you go reap. Mm -hmm. That's not religion. That's a system. And you ain't even got to believe in it. But if you follow the system, it works. So if you wonder why people in the world, they don't even trust God, but they are, they are embellishing on the riches of the world because they're following the principle, even for you that sit in church every Sunday and think because you name the name of God that it's going to come to you. But it doesn't. You want to know why? Because you know it's name, but you don't follow his system. Oops. Ouch. Just because you know me don't, don't mean you know how I function. Mm-mm-mm. You can call my name all you want, but until you spend time with me to learn my system, you are nothing more than a participant in the room. But because you're in the room don't mean you are the beneficiary of what comes in the room. Go a little further because in that story, here's the part that we just love to talk about how God, 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 God give you something, ain't gonna take it back. You know, uh, you, you know, God ain't no Indian giver. Yeah? Well, you explain to me how come in that story that the individual that was given that bag of money when they didn't do what they needed to do with the money. He took it. He took the money, Rana. 
Why'd he take the money? He took the money because he didn't know what to do with it. Let me say it again. He took the money because he didn't know what to do with it. So that means for everybody who got stimulus checks and you went out there and wild out, that is the indication that you don't know what to do with money. My, my, my. You getting that stimulus check would not be to go on the shopping spree. It wasn't for you to make Amazon your new boyfriend. My, my, my. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And I'm going to tell you what is truly wrong with us, Brandon. What is truly wrong with us? We talk a good game. Mm -hmm. But we are bench players in the game. My. You playing the game from the bench. Trying to make folk think that you dropping buckets. You ain't <laughs> dropping no buckets. You ain't even in the game. So how we get and off the bit? We gotta... When somebody says something and you don't agree with it, when you know it's true, the only time we really have a problem is the truth that broke you the wrong way. Bye, bye, bye. Come on, Bishop. Bishop, how we get off the bench, though? We trying to get off the bench, Bishop. <laughs> Here's how. Here's how you're going to get off the bench. Here's how we going to get off the bench. Because we're, we're in the last five minutes. Yes. We're in the last five minutes. And so here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. And I had to, I had to, I had to uh, make sure I could do this. Okay. But here's what I'm going to do. For anybody, anybody who contacts me, anybody contacts me and they reference Sugar Talk with Brandon. I'm going to reduce the cost. Because typically, in order for us to open up the profile and to begin to repair the credit, is 189. Okay. If they mention this show, I'm going to reduce it to 149. Okay. And. <laughs> They have to do it within 24 hours. Now, I'm going to add a little incentive. Anybody ever heard this statement? It's the early bird or early, early bird against the worm? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. They got 24 hours to contact. I'll bring you that at one point now. Okay. The first five people that contact me before the clock strikes 12 tonight. You know what I don't like, Brandon? I hate procrastinators. Okay. I hate them. I hate procrastinators. I hate people that know the answer, but you wait like it's going to be there for you. Well, yeah, you're going to miss the trail. Anybody that reaches out to me before this clock strikes 12 tonight, and they want they we, they want for us to work on their credit and and and. Most people don't even know. In most cases, it only takes three to six months to get that credit where it needs to be. It don't even take that long. Wow. Especially with most of the stuff that's on our credit. Because most of the stuff on our credit is judgments, late payments, and, and, and credits uh, uh, agencies that have sold your account, the original creditor sold your account, to keep that thing going so they can collect that money on you. 
That's what most of our, that's the most stuff that's on our credit. That's the stuff that's killing If they, if they contact me before the clock strikes 12, um, I will give it to them at $89. But I mean it. At 12.01, I don't want to hear it. Because first of all, I got to stay up late and, and wait for the, all the late people that's going to come at 11.55. I'm in bed by that time. Let me, uh, uh, let me make this disclosure. Uh, I am married to Savannah Gooding-Smith. Uh, we have been married for now going on 18 years. And I'm in love on purpose, not by accident. I know that's right. I actually enjoy laying down with my wife. In the same bed. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> um, so if they, if, they, if they come on, if they... They they uh they come tonight. They come tonight. What did what did I, my son put up one What did I say, son? What you did said, I say? You said one forty nine. He said it's one fifty nine. Oh no no no! It's one forty nine. One forty nine. Thank you, son. One forty nine. I'm sorry. That's an extra ten dollars. You did say one forty nine. Uh, you did. You, I thought I said, I thought I said 149. You did. Hey, So hold up. So let me make sure, because I posted the link, but I want to make sure I have it right. It's themoneycounselors.com. Yep, they can they come there, or I'm going to make it real easy. Okay. I'm going to make it really, really easy. I'm going to give you all, actually, I'm going to give you the number to contact, because that way, because that's just, that's the website you want to go and, and, and learn about uh, insurance and investing and you know all those wonderful things, uh, you'll be able to go there. Okay. But. I'm going to give them the number because I want them to specifically uh, call me or text me uh, on this number because I don't want to, I want to make sure that we, we get them. Okay. Because we're, we're using, because I'm using this specific, um, I'm doing this for it tonight, actually, I will make it easy. Contact me right here. Whoops. I'm sorry. There. Contact me right there. 
Dominic says 139. Okay. So, so yeah, okay. So what are we doing? I'm gonna get my stuff. Dominic, on, come on, Dominic. What is it, man? Is it 138, 139, 159? What is it? You give me all these numbers. What? Is, <laughs> what, what? I thought we calculated it. Hold on a minute. I'm calculating myself. Uh, okay. So we're gonna get this straight, so, guys. Dominic, you gotta, you gotta make sure. Either, either way, guys, you guys are gonna get a, you guys are getting a discount. So, because I want to make sure, uh, I want to make sure we give them the right cost. I want to make sure we give them the right cost. Now, are you absolutely certain this one thirty eight? Because we didn't went down. Uh, you sure it's one thirty eight? You sure? Give me a thumbs up. If you give me a thumbs up, Dominic, that's what it's going to be. If not, it's coming out of his okay, pocket. That's right. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's it. Okay, right. Yeah. Talk to me. <laughs> All right, Dominic. It's coming out your pocket if it ain't right now. Right, no, that's right. That's right. I know he's right. That's what it, okay. All right. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. It is. That's exactly what it is. It is. It's, 80, it's 89 plus the 49. All right. That's what it is. Okay. And that's 138. He's correct. All, All right. right. So, it is 138. It is 138. It is 138. All right. So. And the 89 is for, the 89 is for tonight only. It's for tonight only. It's 138 for tomorrow. And then after that, it's 188 if they want us, if they want us to, to help them. I'm done. It's, it's 833. I told Rana, I'm done at 830. I say another word. Hey, hold on. We gotta get so this much. info though. I wait, wait. Thank you all. Thank you for the, the time that we share. Uh, Sir, don't get your credit fixed. Let's help you get your credit fixed. Bishop, change your life. Take your life back. Bishop, we gotta get this information right now. Don't leave just yet. Now we gotta make sure people got this information right. So I'm putting, right. I'm, I'm putting in the chat. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, tomorrow at seven thirty. Right. But they have to mention tonight. They have to mention sugar tonight, talk. Tonight, I have to. If they don't mention that, I'm gonna act like I don't know what they're talking about. Gotcha. Okay. Tonight, eighty nine until midnight. Got it. Okay. And the regular cards is one eighty eight. Perfect. All right, guys. And yeah. we will immediately. We will immediately start uh, working with them. Um, I mean, immediately. We don't. We don't wait. Because one thing I've learned about it, there is 
the attorney get the work in and we will send them a packet. That packet will come and there's things that they have to do. They sign it, get it back over to us and we get the move. Okay. We get the move. We don't wait. Because we know once most people don't even know that. But when that first inquiry comes, that first inquiry, they will notice their credit score will start going up because they'll start taking stuff off. Okay. Because they, like, they know the law. They know. They know it's derogatory information. They know it. They know it. And what I have always loved is when folk know they ball ran and they say, shit, I already know I'm wrong. They don't need me trying to fight. <laughs> right. And you don't need me trying to fight it. Okay. So, Brandon, you are you are so precious, and I appreciate you so very much, so so very much, just for giving me the opportunity. As I said to you in private before we came on, one of the greatest things that I enjoy more than anything else is to be able to share the truth, to open up the eyes and the ears of people's understanding. Yeah. Because I know what has really plagued us as a people. Mm -hmm. I know what has plagued us. And I know the responsibility that I have. And I take my responsibility very seriously. And whenever I get an opportunity to share, to enlighten people, I do. So I thank you for giving me this opportunity. Absolutely. We appreciate you. We appreciate the information. And we also appreciate you for giving the discount to... Uh, my followers, my listeners, whoever contacts you tonight before midnight is $89, guys. So make sure you call uh, Tyrone Smith at 410-585-5351. And by tomorrow night, 730, it's cut off. But uh, before 730 tomorrow night, it is 138. All right. Mention, don't forget to mention Sugar Talk. With Rana, you heard it here Gotta first. Got to mention Sugar Talk with Rana. I'm not doing it. Rana was the bridge to make it happen. I want to make sure that we are a blessing uh, to her. Okay. And Dominic says call or text 410-410-585-5351. Call or text, guys. All right. Listen, again, we appreciate you for listening. We appreciate you for coming in. We want to say thank you. We also uh, want you to stay safe out there we know that things are starting to reopen so make sure you you guys continue to stay safe but most importantly let's get that credit let's get credit worthiness so people will just what give us money okay the money's just gonna start coming in all right listen i'm believing it and i'm speaking it bishop already said it i'm touching and agreeing so janika you're late girl you missed part two. Oh my gosh you're going to have to go back. Listen, Bishop has given a great deal tonight to help people get their credit straight. But you got to mention, mention Sugar Talk with Rana. I'm going to mention it one more again so y'all can get this. <laughs> Janika, I know you're late, but you're my girl. So I got I to gotta give you this information. Tonight, before midnight, he is helping people get their credit straight. Well, just call him or text him. Um, and it's $89, all right? Tonight, before midnight, you got to get in there before midnight, and you have to mention Sugar Talk with Rana, all right? Bishop's going to help you. He is knowledgeable. He knows what he's talking about, and um, he knows his stuff. So just make sure you call tonight or before 
Um, yeah, eighty nine by twelve. Right. Uh, it's one thirty eight. One thirty eight. All right. So make sure you guys get in there and get that discount. Mention Sugar Talk with Rana and get that credit right. All right, guys. Listen, have a great rest of... Well, I always say this Thursday night. So tomorrow's Friday. Have a great weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend. Be safe. Stay safe. Listen, I'm staying in the house. Y'all, y'all can have outside. I'm going to go ahead and stay in the house. I'm going to stay safe for real, for real. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, we love you. We'll see you next week. All right? Have a great night. Good night, everybody.